back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. And Kyle, you ever have the experience of speaking to an animal, not a pet, just an animal that you've encountered, zoos, whatever, and you try to talk to it? You just treat it as a human? Oh, of course. You just have a conversation, right? Like, I mean, like, hey, hey, hey there, bear. You know, what are you looking at? You know, you go to the zoo, you know, like maybe you... You know, look at the giraffe. How's it going, Mr. Giraffe? Who's a pretty bird? Who's a pretty bird? If I think back of one of the weirdest movies, one of my favorite scenes in a, in a movie that you would not expect me to pick up on this is <laughs> 50 First Dates. Oh, okay. Adam Sandler talking with the walruses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which always, because he totally treats them like they're humans, right? Yeah. And of course, the joke is, is that, I mean, they don't, I mean, yeah. they might understand tone. Maybe they understand. But they're not Adam Sandler fans. I mean. I know you got a little romantic thing going on with Candace. <laughs> Candace and Bernice. I mean, they're, well. And, <laughs> That's mm, true. Right? It's a phase we've all gone through. But, uh, but no, but it, it made me just think, because there's a moment in this minute <laughs> that totally made me think about, hey. You don't understand anything I'm saying, do you? Well, I'm going to still keep talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trying to use words to talk your way out of an awkward situation. Exactly. Uh, we're going to find that here in Minute 87 of The Incredible Hulk from 2008, directed by one Louis Leterrier. Uh, and we uh, pick up where we left off, which is Revenge of Dr. Stern's House of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back in the in the, the mad mad lab uh, but things have changed oh, yeah. so last time we were here uh, we had Bruce on the table and he was had like the dialysis machine shut up he got, had all this blood uh, going from various places and the purple liquid and all stuff now things have changed we have a, a huge bank of lights which have some uh, come out of nowhere I don't remember those ever being around before. Uh, and it's from it's from like your worst experience ever at the dentist. Yeah, right. It's like that Whoa. times ten. Yeah, uh, and then we also have uh, a, a new device comes out, which should look very familiar to those of you who watched the opening sequence, uh, because yes. basically he's recreating Bruce's original experiment now. I don't know what that thing is, like the gamma irradiator with the crosshairs and stuff that shoots the green beam. But it's my understanding that. Until half an hour ago, Stearns had no idea that he was talking to Bruce Banner. So I don't know how he would have the exact rig that Bruce Banner had that originally did the experiment. Oh, there's there's only one way to get these gamma rays into a subject. Oh, I guess so. Everybody has the the gamma blaster two thousand. This gamma this gamma MRI machine, absolutely. Right. It's, it's, uh, that projects a green bullseye right on your forehead. For those who study gamma radiation, apparently everybody has one of these. Well, one of the things that uh, it, it comes with the uh, the the weird scientist starter pack. We don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. Just, Maybe he spent 30 minutes doing this, and he cobbled it together. He's a scientist. <laughs> He's got a lot of stuff. But but, but you can see they're clearly going doing uh, Bruce Banner's original right. experiment again. Right. Like, that is what they're, they're trying to emulate, because right down to the green crosshairs that go across Emil's forehead, and we cut to his point of view, right. and we see the green beams going across it, just like we saw in the opening sequence. But there's Tim Roth's real chest and shoulders. We haven't seen those in a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did not actually bother to CG the weird uh, styrations uh, all across his chest like they had been doing, like we saw in the mirror scene. Right. Uh, about what like eight, eight nine minutes ago, uh, so the, actually those that is his real, uh, you know, uh, 
ungamma irradiated uh, shoulders and chest. Right. Um, which will be the last time that we're going to see them because I think this is the uh, we're, we're we this is the last time we're going to see Tim Roth. Oh yeah. This is where Tim Roth actually exits the movie. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. As as looking like he does, he still did performance capture and stuff right. too. But this is his last scene in, in the movie. Obviously, big gamma blast. Uh, you know, stuff starts cooking and it happens. Really, really fast. <laughs> like the transformation happens really quick within within seconds, Wait. within five or six seconds. Did you? Oh no, you're being generous. It's like two. Like okay, <laughs> it goes from. And I know we've joked about stuff like this similarly in previous minutes. Yeah, it literally goes from this tense, but it is a paced moment. That's the word I, I would use for this. Okay, where we have the slow pan, we see Tim Roth on the thing, we see the bullseye coming over his head, mm-hmm. switches to his view, like you said. And then it literally goes from that to static screens. Mm-hmm. He's bashing on the keyboards and yeah. buttons and like, oh, yeah, it's over. Yeah. I can't do anything. This is what I told you was going to happen. He has, a, he has a bunch of switches. And then he has a big red button in the middle of the thing. I was like, oh, man, somebody in production design was having some fun that day. <laughs> Put a big red stop button right in the middle of the control panel. Did you get the impression that, okay, at some points an editor just said, eh. that's enough. It's, ti- it's <laughs> yeah. time to cut to the monster. That's it. Yeah, it's like what you say. Yeah. That's it. We're done. Get to the monkey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It really, I mean, it really is it's just like, all right, uh, fine. He's there. And so, like, yeah, a big foot comes down, uh, and out of his military boot, then we see the, the giant foot rip out of it, like we've seen before. But then something we haven't seen before happens. An extra joint is formed, and we oh, see like his legs yeah. sort of cock backwards, and then a big bone spur comes out of there, adding in an extra joint. Why? Uh, the camera then is panning up as as we're we're sort of keeping our eye on Stearns, uh, and this big green thing is continuing trying to block him. But you know, Tim like Nelson is a professional, so he always finds the camera. Right. So no matter where he's going, he manages to stay in camera. So that's how a pro does it. Uh, then we see the spine, and we saw the spine first in the bathroom scene right before he got Blonsky got in the helicopter, uh, and uh, we you know pop 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 pop, and now he's got uh, ridges picking out of his back because okay. Sure, why not? Uh, and then uh, looking down, and so yeah, like you were talking about, through this whole thing, Stearns is like trying to carry on on one side of a conversation yeah. with it too. I actually wrote down all the stuff that he said. This is what I was trying to explain. I don't know what you've been ladling into yourself, which let's just pause for a moment and go, ladling into yourself is such a great phrase. <laughs> it's, it's such a weird choice. I love it. It continues that character's just word choice like, yeah. like, and you get the whole idea of, like, you think, like, I'm thinking we're back at Stan Lee's, right? We've got, like, the ladle of sauce, and he's just, like, yeah. just putting it in, open wide. What an odd way to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so then he continues. Clearly it worked. Let's assume you can't understand a word I'm saying. Right. I love it. If you just get back on the table, I can fix this. Which I love the fact that he's looking at the abomination. Now, obviously, we're not going to see the abomination for another like three minutes, right. uh, but he is seeing him and he's like, oh, I can fix that. Like, <laughs> like this big green thing with the extra joints and bone spurs and all this stuff and being like, no, no, I just need a little, little tweak. We can buff that out. No problem. His assessment of his own abilities is more than his uh, actual abilities would, would back up. It also does. I mean, if there was a positive thing of the character, it's, it's that character that doesn't see, he doesn't see an ugly monster, right? He sees science. Yeah. Like, he sees answers. He yeah. sees more questions. True. 
I think that's actually, I mean. He's probably proud. Like, hey, I made a Hulk. It's completely <laughs> within this character as we have been led to understand him. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So then, I now, I, see if you, you agree with me on this. I believe Blonsky's gone. Right. Oh, yeah, he's gone so now. This is Abomination from here on out. So I don't want to uh, use his dead name. Right. So he is Abomination from here on out. So Abomination says, lie down. And then backhands oh, it. Oh, yeah. I think so. Did you hear that? That's I think that's what what he said. So like that's that's what I got out of it. It could have just been a growl, but it sounded like to be. And then backhands him, and he and Abomination hits Stearns, and Stearns flies over to the side uh, and slams into the side of the machine. And then we see the top of the machine that the vial of Bruce's blood has been cracked, and some blood is flowing downwards. And as uh, we hear Abomination and doing his evil evil supervillain laugh. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, it's. Res- it resonates. It's pretty good, it's right? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, we also then we hear uh, some soldiers shouting, shoot it! As Abomination is, is right. tearing things up. The blood drips down onto Stearns' head right into an open wound on his forehead. And as his head begins to swell, he looks into camera and smiles. And it's freakish. It's really creepy. Yeah. It's a creepy... Okay, two things about it is yeah. Tim Blake Nelson can uniquely give... He he can contort his face in very creepy ways. Yeah. It is a creepy smile only added to the oh, the, the three things about it is creepy smile. Yep. His head is pulsating. Yeah. We've seen now his head is actually changing and it's a very discomforting angle that his head is in. Yeah. So his head is not he's not looking at the camera straight no. Or down. No, it's angled downwards at a 45 yep. degree angle. It's such a disturbing moment that it's nightmare inducing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's supposed to be because, uh, so for those of you who aren't huge comic book fans, this is where Samuel Stearns transforms into the leader. Now, we talked about him earlier, so I won't get deep into that, but this is, uh, they were setting up stuff for a sequel that, of course, has not so far happened. Uh, at, at the time of this recording, <laughs> right. they've not announced right. a, a, an Incredible Hulk 2. Uh, who knows? Maybe in the future, they, things have changed. Hello, future people. I hope things are better there. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so, so the leader, uh, his his big defining feature is that his head is gigantic. So he basically has a head like a like a eraser on the back of a pencil. It's a long, skinny head, and so he and but he's always is, is very refined stuff too. So he always is like very well groomed uh, facial hair. Uh, okay. Like usually have like a, like a nice a nice super villain mustache, a very Sinestro kind of mustache. He's as smart as the Hulk is strong. That's his gimmick. So they were setting this up as he would be a future villain for. The, the Hulk to fight, but of course, so far that has not happened. Right. At this, so that that was where they were going with this. Uh, however, this is a picture wrap on Tim Blake Nelson. Woo! Yeah. This is, so this is we're saying goodbye to two of our Tims uh, in this particular scene because this is the last we'll see of either of them uh, through the rest of the movie. So thank you both for your contributions to this movie. We, Absolutely, we enjoyed both of them. Uh, even though Tim Roth is still going to be around, this is the last time we're going to see him. So thank you for both. Meanwhile. Uh, Abomination is on the attack. So he picks up the medical bed. I, I I couldn't tell if this was the medical bed he was on. I guess it is. But he picks up the medical bed. Oh, it's bed. big. It's, it's huge. It's it has huge. to be. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he picks up a medical bed and throws it through the wall. Uh, and right. so we see it arc over to the side. And then uh, it slams into a transformer. Not that kind of transformer. Yeah, well, we've, yeah, well, we've, transitioned, we've transitioned to an exterior shot. Yes. Where there's yeah, people on the ground looking up at the building, yep. right? Yeah. And so, like, the, the stuff comes flying out. Uh, right. And then uh, hits transformer and it sparks. And then a soldier <laughs> also comes flying out. <laughs> Maybe the guy that said, shoot it. 
<laughs> right. But well, I'll just shoot you then. So he picks him up and throws him out there. Uh, we see, and then uh, everything crashes down to the ground, and we see some of the soldiers who are stationed outside uh, looking up, like, "What the heck is going on?" And that's where a minute comes to an end. So interesting, and I know we've. It's a big minute, isn't it? Minute oh, oh no, this is huge. Well, well, especially good because again, no, and it's a great point. These are this is the last scenes of of, of two of these characters. One of is the obviously one of the main characters. This is to me an interesting theme that continues in this movie about the deaths of characters, right? Yeah. So obviously the abomination is holding back when he when he sort of slaps Tim Blake Nelson, right? Like yeah. into the console. And he's because, sort of in mid transformation. So. Well he's mid transformation, but there must be some there's some restraint because he clearly kills those soldiers that he throws out of the out of the building. Oh absolutely. I think oh, those that, guys are dead. Yeah, yeah. Those are the fir- those are abominations first kills. Yes. I mean and, and in a movie that, again, we've talked about it, people clearly have died as collateral damage in some yes. of the, the, the things of this movie. Oh, yeah. That, those guys are dead. Oh, they're like, dead. There's no there's, there's no uh, G.I. Joe helicopter uh, parachute thing. No. Like, no. And, and, well, and did you get the, I kind of saw this as a little bit of a, it, it's, not, it's not trying to bookend it or anything, but you very much feel like those first scenes of the Hulk in the bottling plant. Yeah. Where he's taking people and flinging them and they're, and. Yeah. And and stuff and like like he like he threw the forklift and the bottling machine exactly. or whatever like the Blonsky's first thing he throws is the the medical bed right. that he was on so yeah yeah it's and and similar that we don't see him exactly right like we like we didn't see the in the Hulk's first transformation in this movie well I mean right. beyond the opening yes. credits that we don't actually see if only we just see pieces now do you think that that is a is that an interesting decision in that. I think it's amusing that they did not take this opportunity mm-hmm. to show Tim Roth's face. Yeah, I, I, want, I wonder if it's a similar situation like we talked about with uh, that they had developed Abomination before they cast Tim Roth, that they had the Abomination look, and so they didn't want to have the two, you know, like uh, with when yeah. you have uh, Edward Norton, and that we we did see that they did some facial mapping and, and the transformation because in this room uh, they had already done a transformation, like you could see his face go from one to the other. But I know faces faces are hard. In CG. Well, faces faces are hard, but it's it's too bad because one of the things I think that would have made this scene better mm-hmm. is we've talked about in the past about first of all Tim Roth's great acting, mm-hmm. but especially his facial expressions. Yeah. And we talk about when he when he got the first what was it, the first injection, and remember he, you could see the fear in his eyes. Yeah. I think it would have been really interesting to have that same shot of this transformation, see it actually go from fear to anger to the monster so that you actually see that his transformation, his 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 road to the dark side is complete and that mm-hmm. he now owns the monster that he is about to become. Yeah. I think it, I think it would have added. I, think more I would scene, agree. But yeah, you, I, I, but I guess they, they're they're they've now shifted back into monster movie. Oh yeah. So they're they're holding off the reveal. Sure. Uh, until a, a significant portion, but uh, it's coming pretty soon, so you don't have to wait exactly. too long. Uh, but that is that is where our minute comes to an end. We'll find out then. Uh, what's the third thing that comes out of that window uh, in minute eighty-eight? Uh, in the meantime, you know, you know, Kyle. Uh, let's just take a moment as yeah. we as we close this out and think about the star power of this scene. Right, that's true. We have two major stars in this movie. Uh, who are making their exit right here. Exactly right. Wouldn't it be a great tribute to them to take those stars mm-hmm. and add them mm-hmm. to a rating for this podcast? Oh, okay. So to but even but two is not enough. I mean Oh, oh no, think about all the great I mean, are you Ed Norton? Yeah, that's three. William that's Hurt. That's four. And then of course Liv Tyler. That's five. That's five, five stars. Wait, one, two, three, four. That is five stars. So if you were to take those five stars and go over to iTunes 
you could give a star for each of those amazing performances and then, you know, put something in, in there about uh, if you're enjoying the show or, or what. I mean, you could put list those five names or maybe uh, continue on with the campaign that is sweeping the nation, which is five stars for Spar. Oh. oh. Justice for Spar. I'm going to have a drum. I'm going to put in some drum music there, a drum beat. <laughs> So, hope, hope you're enjoying the show. You can follow us on all the social media stuff. We hope you had a great time. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Bye.